Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. We're talking today about partnerships that's, that pays. So this is the last in the, the week-long series of sustainability and how to achieve sustainability in your social enterprise, nonprofit, or even in your business. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy B. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. So my name is Tracy V. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting. I am an impact strategist, a social enterprise consultant, and small business funding strategist. And I've been in the business for about 23, 24 years. All right. I am Todd Boone. I'm owner of Todd Boone Enterprises. I'm a nonprofit success strategy and a program development strategist. I have also have 20 plus years of experience in this business helping nonprofit organizations Yes, absolutely. That is correct. So one of the things I'm big on developing partnerships, developing partnerships, like you said, partnerships that work, not partnerships of happenstance. These partnerships have to be planned out. You really have to sit down and look at the ecosphere in your community and determine who would make a good partner for your business or your organization, because not because you're a non, it's not just nonprofits alone that develop partnerships. Businesses develop partnerships and social enterprises develop partnerships as well. But these partnerships have to be meaningful partnerships, meaning that they have to benefit both parties in some way. It cannot be a one-sided partnership. It has to be a beneficial, mutually agreed upon strategy. So all partnerships don't lead to funding directly. It may lead to you getting into a space that you normally could not get into. It may lead to you getting more referrals, which is indirect funding 
or it may lead to direct funding because that partnership is able to subsidize some type of program or get you into a space financially where you weren't before. But these partnerships have to be strategic. They have to be planned out. You can't just call everybody who looks like they could be a potential partner to try to build sustainability. You have to look at what your mission is, what their mission is, and make sure that your missions align for these partnerships to be successful, for these partnerships to get you to your, the capacity that you're trying to build, for them to get you to sustainability, to, for them to develop and be able to nurture them over time. Mm -hmm. And I think you said it's very important when you said, when you, said you just can't go out here and, 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 and try to jump into and just try to get anybody partner. Um, you have to identify, if there's, there's things that you have to, match on right yeah with your core values um well working with this group uh helps to build my credibility do i does it help to facilitate theirs because you also have to bring something to the table in partnerships a lot of times we'll get out especially when we're new and we're trying to, to develop ourselves um we haven't done enough internal work and we go out and try to find partners because we think that they are strong and they can help with us and a lot of times we get disappointed when um, the pr proposed partner, potential partner, doesn't want to partner with us. I've seen a lot of you know people talk about that, especially social media. Like I, I reached out to so and so, and they said, "No, I'm trying to do this, and nobody wants to work with me." So, what is it that you bring to the table? Because even the strongest organizations want to be able to identify some value in what you bring. Um, the purpose of a partnership is to create the you know the, the, the big picture of it. It's like a puzzle piece, right? And even the largest, strongest organizations have pieces of puzzles that they need to fill in. And when you're small, um, if they want to identify what that piece is to make their picture look like it's supposed to look. But if you come and you don't have anything to bring, whether that's you know your, your personal internal um, your resources, your, your skills or abilities that they may be missing or they need to develop more, you want to know you want to know what that is that you bring to the table and how that can benefit them as well. Right, and a good example of a partnership, and this is a short-term partnership, but it can potentially become a long-term partnership, is when you're looking for sponsorship for different events. That is a partnership in itself. So there is an ROI on both sides. A corporation decides to sponsor you in some way financially most of the time, $5,000, $10,000. And for sponsoring your event, you would think that they're giving you free money. But no, what they're actually trying to get is access to your audience. Everybody has a unique audience pool. And if they've identified, that's the only way they're going to give you the money anyway, is that they've identified that the pool of people that you market to is a pool of people that they're trying to get access to. So it's a mutually beneficial partnership. And I think that's one of the best ways for people to understand it, because I know there are a lot of people out here, for-profit, non-profit, and business um, owners who are trying to get sponsorship for various events from different corporations. It is a mutually beneficial agreement, a mutually beneficial partnership. You're getting the, the funds that you need to put on your event, and they're getting access to your target audience. So that means if you don't uphold your part of the partnership, because they're going to already sign off the check to you, if you don't advertise them the way you said that they're going to, you're going to advertise them and give them that access 
to the audience that they're trying to get to, they won't then um, sponsor you the next time you come back looking for sponsorship. Right, mutually beneficial and access the audience. Number one, you know, when you look support, I think about a lot of times I like to go to banks for corporate support, you know, for example, and they're almost always willing to sponsor events and things. And the main reason why is because you could put an audience in front of them that their sales and marketing team doesn't have to do extra work to go and get. So you're doing them a favor, right? You're having an event, you're saying, hey, we're going to have a hundred women in business at this event. Could you sponsor us at this event? And for the banks, they're like, oh, you know, that's that's cool because guess what? If I'm in front of a hundred women in business, they are, they're going to need or they're going to want business banking right? They may not be happy with who they're banking with right now. That's going to give me an opportunity to present my services to them. And it may also mean that we're going to get in a partnership. They're going to buy my product and they're going to become members of my bank, right? So it's a a two-way street. Like Tracy was saying, it's a 50-50 relationship. Um, If you don't have anything to offer, and in this case, the audience is what you offer, then you're not going to make a good potential partner. Right. And that's why it's so important that when you're putting these sponsorship agreements or any type of partnership agreement, that you're very clear, no matter how small you are, about what you're bringing to the table. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It can just be access to your audience. So never think that you're too small to actually step out there and create partnerships. You have something that the larger corporations want. My set of uh, um, target audience is unique to me, and it may be something that Coca-Cola wants access to. So they're willing to pay that sponsorship to me so that they can get access to my um, audience. But that's what building partnerships is about. It's figuring out what you're bringing to the table, what you want from that potential partner, and making sure that you propose something that is mutually beneficial to both people. Yeah, and I, mean, I think that what we miss a lot of times is the research. You mentioned, you mentioned Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And we know that Coca-Cola is big on community, right? That's their thing. Um, if you're going to reach out to Coca-Cola to support an event, it needs to be something that's community-focused. They need to see that you are reaching the audience within the community that they are trying to touch, that they don't can't otherwise get to or maybe not have a bigger press, a big as a purpose presence there as they want to have but you can get them to that space right um you want to learn about what their mission is what's their philanthropic goals and this is no matter what kind of business you have you want to learn that about potential sponsors what is it that they're looking to serve and support and do you fit into what they're trying to do yeah that's it for me um do we have any questions from anybody in the audience Okay, change agents, thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.